He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Welcome back, everybody, to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. I'm joined with Scott Stanfield, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, We did a few episodes um, previous to this about uh, restaurant hospitality. And if you guys tuned in, uh, first we talked about interviewing, and then we started uh, talking about training. And today, we're going to talk about sustaining the ecosystem and what that looks like as a leader, as a mentor, and... um, Overall, just a leader in the industry. So, uh, Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Will. Thanks for having me. It's an uh, absolute pleasure to be on your show and uh, to, to start finishing up this three-part series. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Seems like it's been a lot longer than three episodes, just for, for me at least. I'm like, man, sorry, three episodes? It feels like well, yeah. five or six. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we we spent some time on the phone talking too, and we recorded two of them really close together. Then we've had some time before we got to the third one, so it's kind of extended it out for sure. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, so big changes going on in both of our lives, but um, really want to kind of just dive into the content of the episode um, as we're both making some career moves and stuff. Um, with that, the title of this episode is sustaining the ecosystem um and normally with every episode you have a quote um so if you have a quote for this one bring it on but really i want to kind of dive into what sustaining the ecosystem looks like for you as the gm coach and what you kind of created as a standard and an overall rule of thumb for what that is well there's there's three parts to sustaining the ecosystem really um and if i had to quote anybody this would be you know one one quote would be um, you, you know, about the safety, you know, creating a safe environment for people. And that would come from, you know, Simon Sinek, his Leaders Eat Last, um, you know, book and his TED talk on Leaders Eat Last and about, you know, creating an environment of safety. He talks about the difference between military environments and the difference between um, environments and business, where in the military, they give awards to people who save other people's lives or they sacrifice themselves to save others. And then, um, then the verses where in business, we normally give bonuses to people who sacrifice the people for their own good. And, um, and I've been doing the military style way before he even said this, where I would never even, um, like for instance, there was a, a time that one of my owners that I worked for said, if you get to number one on TripAdvisor, I'll buy you and your wife a ticket to go to Hawaii. Um, Mm -hmm. and I didn't tell anybody, the engineering director in the hotel was there. So he was my witness. I didn't tell anybody. And, uh, a week later we made it to number one and I didn't even tell my wife and we only held the position for like 48 hours. And I didn't really feel comfortable with that. But then two weeks later we held the position as number one restaurant in Park City, Utah for three weeks. And, um, and so I got, you know, I got paid out on this trip to go to, go to Hawaii. I used the money to go visit my dad for his 70th birthday, but, um, but it still was, um, 
you know, it still was something that I, I didn't push our team to go and solicit more reviews for TripAdvisor just because the boss had said, if you get to number one, I'll give you blank. So I don't, I don't really, so I don't really ever game the system in my favor. I still have the same focus of putting the team first, you know, putting the customers right, you know, right there with them, um, right under them and, and then um, and maintaining this of, of safety, you know, system of safety for them. You know, it, you know, then also we talk about number, we're going to need to talk about some numbers because that's yeah. how most of us are judged, right? You know, how's the P&L performance? How are you controlling your costs? What are your top line sales? And, you know, those type of things. And my quote for that is, um, you know, again, it, it goes back a ways to Bear Bryant, the Alabama football coach, which is offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. And for me, offense is anything that anything that puts butts in seats or in the hotel world, head, heads in beds. Um, mm-hmm. And so that would be um, top line sales, anything that drives top line sales, marketing, advertising, um, you know, controlling the host and the front desk, um, you know, any, any of those type of aspects are, are offense. Um, and that's, you know, obviously with front desk agents or servers, hostesses, bartenders, upsells, you know, um, you know, that, those type of things. Defense for me is, um, is uh, anything that controls cost. Labor cost is big in the, ho- in the hotel world, um, but for restaurants, even if they're in a hotel, um, food cost typically is number one, um, then labor cost, then beverage cost falls in number three, um, unless you have a really big bar sales on something where you would, um, you would need to maybe reallocate your focus depending on, on that. Um, and so I'm an offensive minded head coach. And so I have to surround myself and have really good defensive coordinators. So it's important to have people around me that uh, like executive chef, that really focuses on the numbers, controlling cost, um, because I'm going to focus on, you know, the Steve Spurrier style, fun and gun, you know, how many, you know, let's have, let's, let's grow top line as fast as we can, double digits, you know, while at the same time hiring the right people, put them on the right seat of the bus and training them the right way. So those, th- those are, you, you know, you know, two aspects of that, you know, and then, you know, I think probably the most important piece of this to make it all work is uh, having the management staff on the same page. Um, and, and what I talk about with this is back in, is, is this story of how rhinos are a keystone species in the Kruger National Park. The prevailing thought for years, I mean, even probably 50, 60 years, was that the elephant was the keystone species. And what a keystone species is, is, um, is basically the, the animal in an ecosystem that that controls it. So for instance, in Yellowstone National Park or that, that part of the world, if the coyote population is too low, then the deer population grows too much. And when the deer population grows too much, then they eat too much grass. And then when the, 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 the spring thaw comes, it creates landslides. So to avoid landslides, you actually have to keep the deer population in check. And you do that by having the right amount of coyotes who actually hunt and eat the deer. So you know, in a restaurant or hospitality environment, the management team is really the keystone species. So in 1896, the trophy hunters killed every single rhino in the Kruger National Park in South Africa. In the 60s, they started repopulating them. And then there was a, they, they started taking aerial photos. Well, actually, they repopulated them to the point to where there were 60,000 rhinos in the, in the park. 
And um, so they started taking aerial photos and comparing different, uh, you know, populations, high density areas of, of rhinos and low density areas of rhinos. And what they found through this study through a Swedish and South African university is that areas where there were high population of rhinos that were on the same page, there, the other species flourished. So in a, in, for me in a restaurant world, other species would be guests, you know, in, you know, and our employees breaking that down to dishwashers, cooks, servers, you know, bartenders, barback hosts. So what happens is, is that if we can get the managers on the same page, right, and we can get to focus on um, giving the customer that, you know, or A, building the, the right environment for our employees, and then B, the right environment for our in the ecosystem for our guests, then what happens is, is that not only do our tipped employees make more money on the short tail, but we're able to give raises to on the back end to our, our cooks on the long tail, and, and we can do that. Right, we can grow the business sustain, sustain and grow a business over the long term. Um, just last week, I went to the restaurant leadership conference down in Phoenix, and I sat in a breakout group, and the uh, chief administrative officer of Pizza Ranch, which has 200 franchise locations, they, he, and I quote him, he said, we have found a direct correlation between general manager retention and profitability. And what we see is that the longer a GM stays, our guest scores go up, our cross training goes up, and our profitability goes up. And so we're working on a five-year plan to maintain the retention of our GMs by giving them what they need outside of the job just as much as what they need inside of the job. So hmm. that, that is, is a very important piece. So if you're in a hotel, which I've worked in hotels for, you know, going back 11 years as director of restaurants, director of food and beverage. And just become loyal to the company, become loyal, build relationship and find a way, you know, like, okay, here's a fun thing. Side tangent, side note, whatever. Um, Marriott does a gold rewards challenge. So if you're a rewards member of Marriott, it doesn't matter if you're a new member or not. Um, if you think or know you're going to hit gold status by the end of the year, which is staying 50 nights or more at a Marriott hotel, they will give you an instant gold status. Even though you haven't stayed yet. Let's say I just signed up and boom, I sign up for the gold rewards challenge, then they give me instant gold status, which means whenever I go to a hotel, I get priority check-in, I get bonus points, I get cheaper rates, I get, um, there's some properties that do like a $10 food and drink voucher or some kind of voucher to, you know, smooth you a little bit when you check in, kind of gives you a little bit of a loyalty, not loyalty, excuse me more of a royalty feeling where you're kind of special and makes you feel unique and they have uh, concierge lounges where only gold and platinum members are able to go into and it's really cool and I think um, you know if you're not that big of a traveler or you're really new to traveling but you're about to travel a lot sign up there's little things if you just dig into a little bit read the descriptions read the fine print 
you'll be able to find these little hidden gems. I have friends that hit gold status did the instant thing and they knew they were going to hit gold by the end of the year so they already had it all year as they're earning it and then they actually exceeded that amount and earned platinum status so it gave them a big step up instead of having to hit beginner member, silver member and so on and so forth. They were instantly gold and then worked their way up to platinum right, right away which a lot of people at least my age who are 23 or in that 20s category most likely will never hit unless we become you know some 40 year old who travels all over the place and does all this traveling um, to earn that status so it's huge you just find these little things um, another thing if you're like a choice rewards program fuel rewards pro um, is a cool little perk that whenever you stay you can earn like 10 to 20 percent or not 20 percent 10 to 20 cents off a gallon at shell gas stations by becoming a fuel rewards member and staying at a choice hotel as a bonus reward they will give you these extra points and bonuses to that so not gonna lie i stayed at this quality inn in spokane I was blown away by giving these drink vouchers and all this other stuff even though i wasn't like a high-end member um they uh added an extra 400 points towards my choice hotel or my uh fuel rewards program plus i earned like 4,000 points just staying there for the night and um then next time i went to go fuel up i actually had 50 cents off a gallon at shell that was huge i drive an suv so getting 50 cents off was awesome because i was paying like two dollars and 89 cents or something like that so guys look into the programs look into the perks there's stuff out there that can help you out that makes it worth it stay loyal earn rewards don't do third party reservations thank you so much for listening and i'm super excited that you are here for my slick talk follow me on spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, uh, Facebook, soon to be my website, Slick Talk, or Slick, yeah, Slick Talk, the podcast.com, coming to you soon. I'm very thankful for all who listen. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on here or social media, whatever it is. Appreciate you guys. You're awesome. And see you soon. Thank you for listening today. You can find Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Definitely be focused on how, you know, preventing these type of, types of uh, incidents. Um, I personally, I have, I'm, uh, you know, the seventh child of seven. I have five sisters. I have a twin brother. Um, I have nine nieces and nephews. So, yeah, I come from a big family. Um, a lot of women in my family and the way I was kind of raised, you know, was to stand up for them and never hurt a woman, never, you know, hit her, never. And then what happens is that guest now leaves a 40% tip. Now what happened now, how much does that versus a 20% tip if everything would have gone right, something went wrong and they get a bigger tip because we went out of our way to make it right. And we listened, mm -hmm. our guests felt like they were heard and we empathize with them and we apologize for the infraction that we made. And now that, that, that employee comes to you with trust that when something goes wrong, A, they're not in trouble from the mistake that they made, but B, you, you fixed it and you help make them more money, right? So that's, mm -hmm. and so what happens is, is that now you coach them up and go, how can we make this not happen again? Because we'd much rather uh, the mistakes not happen. 
Um, but, you know, but how do and how do we do that? So here's a prime example. Let's say that, for instance, and this has happened to me more than once, you can have a Chicago steak sandwich on your menu. And a Chicago steak sandwich is obviously steak. It's on some, you know, French, French bread. It comes with, you know, uh, provolone cheese traditionally, um, and then onions, peppers, and mushrooms. Well, some people don't like mushrooms. And what, and to save time, the line cook will actually take the, the, and put in one pan on their line, the peppers, mushrooms, and onions mixed together. So then a bartender or a server will ring in, you know, Chicago steak sandwich, medium rare, no mushrooms. Then the cook says, well, the mushrooms and the peppers and the onions are already mixed together. I'm not going to, I'm not going to separate that out. So we can't do that. So one of my mottos is the answer is yes. What's the question? And I think I'm actually modifying this to the answer was yes before you even asked the question. Right. So, mm -hmm. but so what happens is if we're telling the front of the house staff as the offensive minded head coach that the answer is yes, what's the question? So we can deliver. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast. <laughs>